1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Three O Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate
1: Reyes. It all starts
2: right now.
1: Ooh, welcome back to the Three O Take, presented by Seat This is episode three hundred and sixty. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, uh, I've got a question for you. What's up? Is or is not Aaron Hicks a first ballot Hall of Famer? Aaron Hicks is a flash in the pan. Because you had him under your nose just to let him walk, only to resume his Hall of Fame career... First ballot caliber career in Baltimore. Yeah. So it seems. Yeah. That'll last um, no
2: more than a week.
1: When is Sadie Mullins coming back? We will be back to discuss this. We will revisit this. He Months. He Years even
2: begged, down the road. He begged for a daily opportunity and he's not going to get it there. Just as many outfielders for the Orioles
1: when healthy. I mean, you're asking about Seti Mullins. Seti Mullins should be asking about Aaron Hicks if we're being honest at this point. I mean, okay, Seti Mullins as a 30 30 guy. Aaron Hicks, possibly a 70 -70, 75 guy Mm. uh, in a good year. Mm. Trash. He's trash.
2: And look, now the, now no, the denial love, is coming love out. No, we love bringing it up.
0: We now love the denial bringing it is up. coming
2: out. The, the amazing Joey Gallo, who's hitting under 200. But everyone Joey loves Gallo to talk about does anytime
1: that. he finds some success. Joey Gallo always does that. He just happens to be hitting better in other facets of the game elsewhere. Hmm. It's whatever you say. I'm not gonna name names, but it was proposed that maybe there's some hostile work environment issues going on in New York because there's no way that a guy like Joey Gallo, a, a guy like Aaron Hicks, a guy like Sonny Gray, like why why the surge in success? Because do we they need can't to take the
2: heat? Is it, is there the, an investigation
1: that needs to take place?
2: Can't live up to the standards
1: i don't I don't know what standards you're referring to
2: uh there's more standards than anything going on in Minnesota that's for sure
1: that I can agree with you on. <laughs> I, I won't I won't debate you on that one um we have a voicemail welcome well how rude of me welcome to Monday yeah, a new week, yeah. We sorry, I, I had to just jump right into the Aaron Hicks thing. It it was it was just weighing on me all weekend. I yeah. said I got I g I gotta get Nate's take. I gotta yeah. get, get Law Nate's of
2: averages. Take. We all know what his averages are. Below average.
1: I'm just curious what numbers are gonna be chiseled into the into the plaque.
2: <laughs> Where he's gonna be wearing an
1: Orioles hat. He oh, absolutely kind of will statue, be. Yeah. Could have been wearing a Yankees hat, but nah. Just yet another decision to let a superstar go. Unreal. <laughs> uh as I said, happy Monday. Welcome to a new week. We got a voicemail to kick us off here, and then we will get into some weekend series standing update recap. But first, voicemail.
0: Hello to the gentlemen of the 3 0 Take Pod. Jacob from Pennsylvania calling back in again. Uh, so, got a question for you. I am going to the Phillies Detroit Tigers game in Philadelphia on Tuesday and running it back for back to back games on Wednesday, Philly Detroit. So, here's the question uh, What two Detroit Tiger players should I rally behind and really cheer for while in Philly? on Tuesday and Wednesday, because God knows I can't cheer for anyone Philly-related, even if they are on my fantasy team. There's your fantasy drop uh, for the pod this week. Um, no Harper. There's Warbomb. No nobody. Can't do that. Don't want to do that. Bad idea. Which two Tiger players should I really devote my attention to for these two days? Or – Which two Tiger players do we think are going to make the all-star ballot, Kyle? All right, gentlemen. Good chatting with you.
1: I got to look up their roster real quick. That's a huge mistake, by the way, to go to a Phillies game. I'm not going to refer to it as a Tigers game. He's a Braves fan, so.
2: Can't blame him too much.
1: I mean, I understand, but like you got to set that aside a little bit. You got to set aside the fandom when you're witnessing greatness. So to answer the question, which two tigers should he pull for? Uh, he actually did mention them by name, uh, Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, and I say that because there's no reason uh, I'll kind of emphasize this point again. There's no reason to pull for any Detroit tigers. You go to a game (laughs) where Bryce Harper is playing, you pull for Bryce Harper. I mean, you're asking the wrong guy, Jacob, at the end of the day. you're uh, Maybe Nate has something else, but I'm I'm not going to tell you anybody aside you're from like Bryce a, Harper. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're like a quasi Phillies fan, I think. I think it's it's like a... I
1: yeah, don't think no. you've recognized it, but I think you are. Bryce Harper, meant, obviously. Of but, course, of course. And yeah. I've always got love for Trey and Schwarber, of course, as well it's starting but, to add up now yeah and I'm I may have mentioned this before but I'm it's not even the Phillies for me I'm really just a fan of the people the teams that are down on their luck that everybody just decides oh let's pile on while they're down kick them while they so even it's even if well I won't go that far uh, I was gonna say Houston in some capacity I'm not going to go that far but a team like Philly who aside from Harper don't really care for all that much I'm like whatever I- I'm indifferent when everybody's just taking their their shots at the Phillies I'm gonna I'm gonna come to their defense same way I did for the Braves same way I did for the Nationals and look what happened but now now that the Braves are on their high horse I'm, You're I'm all done yeah you know where I stand with the Braves when the Phillies finally get back on their feet and they're they turn into world beaters again then uh, I'll, I'll look elsewhere for a new club. So if, if if anybody listening would like to maybe drop a submission in for a team that they feel is uh, worthy of that kind of placeholder, if you will, then let me know. For right now, it's the Phillies. So you have no answer for Jacob? I gave him my answer. He knew what the answer was going to be. Uh,
2: Well, Miggy is, is obviously one guy you should be cheering for. Um... I'm assuming I'm assuming it's his last time in Philly. So maybe you'll see a gift being given, which would be cool. Um so Miggy's one. I think Zach McKinstry on the other side would be player numero dos. Um having a pretty good year. Possibly
1: an all-star. I don't know, is uh I mean he's he's not what he was maybe last month, but Erod is still uh Mm-hmm Mm-hmm. What's what's the pitching matchup for this week? McKinstry,
2: by the way. Eight oh seven OPS, one twenty seven OPS plus. It's pretty decent. Pretty decent. Ten swipes? I don't know, we're, yeah. we're really, it's not, much to, its not much to love about the Tigers. Definitely not yeah. Javi Baez.
1: Certainly not. Um. Yeah. Nothing Nothing really to write home about with the Tigers. And 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 you knew that. Like I said, Jacob, you, you knew what you were getting yeah. into asking this question. But Miggy. You, Miggy's got to be. Miggy. And it's yeah. customary for the gift to be given the finals game of the series, right? Or do they usually do it first game? I it was the first is it the first? Wrong. I don't know. They don't play today, do they?
2: Uh, they do. Yeah.
1: Aaron maybe Nolas going tonight for the Phillies. Maybe he's gonna miss the gift then. I always thought it was the last game because it's like weird giving somebody a gift and then you got to show up to the ballpark together for the next two or three days. I hear that. I see the logic. Anyway. Uh, Wheeler let's get
2: going, to- going on Wednesday for him, too. That's good. Nola and Wheeler. Those are two... They should just be pulling for the Phillies, honestly. Which is essentially what I said right out of the gate. Oh, he said he's going Tuesday, Wednesday, right? I mean, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday. Taiwan Walker, then.
1: Boring. That's a shame. Uh, let's get into some weekend series results. Uh... Cubs and Padres will finish up the series today, Monday. The Padres have a chance to split the series with a win today. Uh, Braves over the D backs. Was that your weekend series to watch? No, mine was the Yankees Dodgers. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, Eddie Rosario yesterday on Sunday had a two Big out slam ninth, ninth inning grand slam to give the Braves night an five win. Uh, also noteworthy, Marcelo Zuna pimped a single and was consequent, consequently benched. Did you see the video? I did. That was bad. The worst,
2: you don't pimp anything to center fielder, Chase. Can't. What are you doing? Are there what are we genuine- done? when
1: are we done with Ozuna, dude? Like no, not even Ozuna. We're like bigger picture here. When are we done with like that? the the pimping like unless you completely know you got a hold of it which to your point not a guarantee in center and at chase well when these guys
2: are playing with different baseballs a couple times a week it's hard to tell which one is going to go 440 or which one's going to go 410 that's fair so um, okay. i blame
1: baseball touche touche <laughs> Did not think it we were going. It probably there, but- felt
2: like 440. It probably was 440, in the the ball he used three days ago, but today's ball only goes whatever it went.
1: How far right, did it I go? Th- by
2: the way, was it 400? 400 change.
1: What's what's Chase? Isn't Chase 410? I couldn't tell. Did it hit that little
2: like shelf? That little like balcony? Yeah, field? it hit
1: the it hit the like facade thing. Yeah. What are Chase's dimensions?
2: I love when four oh seven. I, I love when uh when like the cutoff man gets it and he's like you know what I mean? Like anytime that happens, a cutoff man like spins like like there's possibly a play and though oh, he's still at first. Just a little lob in. Dumb benched. Russell's Marcel's a loser, dude. I'm I'm over it. No I'm but, over him, but, I'm over the antics. <laughs> uh, just go away.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm done. I with think the Ozuna Braves show. fans are over him. Are they? I would be. I'm certainly done with the Ozuna show. No, but my 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 bigger question is like: Is this still genuine question here? Because I've I've learned to be surprised by nothing anymore in in the world. Are there genuinely people? out there who watch games like this, watch at bats like this. Ozuna pimps a single. And I don't know if you saw, did you see, I'm sure you saw like the broadcast view, but did you see the wide, like the full view, like with everything? I think it was like from mm-hmm. behind home plate where you mm-hmm. see everything playing out. My man is posted up. Did he stand the there for a, while? for a minute. Oh boy. Are there people that watch this and go, Hey, you know what, man? Ozuna's is just living his truth. Respect it. That's what he does. Like, is this? And I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to sound like the old man yelling at the clouds. But like, is this? Is this okay? Like, is this acceptable still? Where it's like a guy will stand at home plate for half an hour, gets a single, and it's like, hey man, just let let him do him. Let him live his life. Respe- let respect his truth. That's that's the way he plays. Yeah. We need to respect that. Like. What are we doing? He should be standing on second base, end of conversation. But here we are talking about a guy who hit a ball however far, ends up with a single. I
2: don't know where it out there that's that's like that. Put a poll out or something,
1: maybe. I mean, there I I I ask because I've seen other scenarios where something like this has played out and people are like, that's just the way he plays man you got to got to respect it or something like okay what? you got benched i stupid i don't know it's dumb don't want to talk about it anymore just had to throw the question out there maybe if anything just for a little self reflection for those listening like if you're a fan and you're like this doesn't bother you ask yourself why if you're a fan of a team and you have a player who's inhibiting you from scoring runs Putting themselves in scoring position. What was the situation at that point? I don't know. He'd have to pull up the video. No, I don't want to. It shouldn't matter. it like it it shouldn't matter though. That's that's entirely my point. Anyway, moving on. Uh Orioles over the Giants. That was the Orioles' thirteenth series victory of the season. Uh in last year it took them until July thirteenth to get their 13th series win. So as good as the Orioles seemed to be last year. Better. Obviously better. Yeah. Almost by a month, if you're going off of that standard. More than a month. Uh, the Rangers sweep the Mariners. This was not pretty for the Mariners no. whatsoever. Um, I know you had talked a couple episodes about the Mariners need. I think it was the Mariners needing a uh, little bit of a jump start maybe playing up to their competition unfortunately did not happen against the wow. Mariners or the Rangers. Uh Rangers shut out Mariners on Friday and then proceed to score 28 runs between Saturday and Sunday's games. Rangers have the sixth highest run differential in their first 58 games of the season since 1900 at
2: +152. I saw something uh, there was a graphic I was watching the game and there was like this graphic that popped up and I think it was AL run leaders showed like the top five tops. It was like tops. I think it might've been top
1: five. Four of them were Rangers. And I saw similar score. Similarly, I saw a graphic from this weekend where it was like, it may have been, don't, don't quote me here. It was, uh, maybe like AL strikeout leaders. And I think like four Mm. or five of the guys were Mariners. Like, I saw that too. Six. Yeah. Because
2: Volpe was in the mix with that. I remember seeing that graphic too.
1: Yeah. 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 I remember seeing J-Rod on there. Yeah. Uh, Suarez is up there. Yeah. Jay um, Oscar, I think, was on there too. There, It's probably
2: going to get to... Someone's going to get fired soon, I think, in Seattle. Probably a, a, a hitting coach, unfortunately. There's going to be a scapegoat. Yeah. So um, just a little bit of a wake-up call. I think they need something. To, they got to get going they got to get going they're too good to be doing this i get the rangers are good but like come on see that catch that a home run that was robbed in center
1: oh boy you keep reading I'll, I'll send it to you um also worth noting marcus simeon who we've talked about uh, at length recently uh, extends his hit streak to 23 games which I believe longest active streak uh White sox sweep the Ranger uh oh I'll, I'll, I'll wait I'll wait until I see this clip I don't want to move on from the Rangers Mariners just yet
2: it was um Jankowski just sent it to you insane catch. Off of former Yankee legend Mike Ford. Poor guy, you just can't catch a break. Mike Ford. Don't you love ads? I love ads. Absurd catch. I think I like the the height of the walls in Texas. Yeah. It plays for a lot of opportunities like that, especially where the bullpens are.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I did see this catch because this yeah. was the Evol. This was the Evaldi day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, all things are clicking in Texas, man. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, it's fun to watch. Fun to watch. Uh, White Sox sweep the Tigers. Jake Berger hits a walk off grand slam on Sunday. Uh, Liam Hendricks gets his first win since returning. Uh,
2: what which... you see? Do you have a nugget? Send me the nugget. I do. Give me this
1: on national cancer survivors day so cool come on man come on yeah that was that was a big big win for the white Sox and as a team who uh yours truly has stated that he still believes in this was a series in which you needed to do exactly what you did you have to take advantage of these weaker matchups do what you got to do to to figure out a way to win and they swept, so good for the White Sox. Still a long season ahead. Mm. You got the Guardians over the Twins. Just. Friend of the pod, Tristan McKenzie, makes his season debut on Sunday. Throws five shutout with 10 Ks. Lights out for Mac. I like that. They needed it. And in a corresponding move, DFA Zach Plisak.
2: Another friend, Another of, the friend of the pod. Yeah. Um, I We talked about change of scenery years ago during COVID. Yeah. When he got suspended for, for breaking COVID
1: rules. We had talked about him when the Padres were looking to add a little bit of depth in their rotation or just their staff altogether. Yeah. We had talked about maybe that being a, a landing spot. Because at the time, Clevenger was still out there, if I recall. And I know they're they're pretty close so i was like okay maybe mm-hmm. he go he goes and pairs up with his his buddy clev
2: you got to i i got to think he's going to find a spot right he's got a ton of arm talent he just can't really get everything locked in
1: look at the end of the day you just have to run these dfas through the oakland a's litmus test will the oakland a's pick this player up if not you may just want to hang him up I hope for and Zach that's not that a it, that he doesn't go there. I'm not I'm not directing that at police act. I'm just saying generally, if you're a player, you get DFA'd, and even the Oakland A's turn their nose at you. Maybe time to to look at the mirror.
2: There, I think there's going to be. If there's a take you under my wing situation, an older veteran staff.
1: I mean, I don't know who. I mean, for a team that has already sent two of its starting pitchers that were in the rotation on opening day, the Red Sox could use any and all help for to sure. get in the rotation. Not for to sure. say that it would come from Plesak, but... Yeah, I... I'd take a flyer.
2: Do you think it's, a, like, the... Was there a misfit with, with Tito? Was there a little bit of, like, a... I don't know. There's nothing flashy about the Guardians. No one there has I, a whole lot of a whole lot of swag. They just no, show up No. And, and that's ball why every we
1: day. that's why we said San Diego. It seemed mm-hmm. like a much easier yeah. fit for a guy like Pleisac. Yeah. But Cleveland just I just don't feel like it has anything to offer. I could
2: see the Red Sox a little bit. I mean, you talk about like Verdugo, Kike, you got guys on there that are kind of loud. Um, he'd vibe with those confident. guys. Without I think so question. too. And Cora would let him have, a, I think a little bit of a longer leash and be a little bit more yourself. That I, I honestly feel like if he could be himself somewhere, he would find success. I think it will be fine. He's just got to clean up his act
1: a little bit. I agree. Uh, Rockies over the Royals. The win on Sunday prevents the Rockies from getting, getting a sweep. But the Royals lose their fifth straight series and are one and nine in home series this year. That had to be the least viewed series. Yeah, I was. I almost <laughs> fell asleep trying to find trying to find a note for that. Series. Yeah, I, had, I was. I almost considered leaving it blank and not even mentioning a single sure. thing about it because it was sure it was that.
2: Who'd they play? The Royals.
1: Just forgettable forgettable matchup. Unreal. Poverty franchises. Uh, Astros over the Angels. Angels avoid a four game sweep with a two to win uh two to one win on Sunday. Brewers and the Reds. Brewers take the first three against Cincinnati. They'll be finishing their series uh today, Monday. Marlins sweep the A's. A's lose their 14th straight on the road. And are there we major go. league worst 12 and 49. We'll save the, the standings talk for standings talk. Blue Jays sweep the Mets. Mets go three and three on their homestand that started with a sweep of the Phillies. So you start with, you start your homestand by sweeping the Phillies only to turn around and get swept by the, the team from up North.
2: That was your that was your weekend
1: matchup, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. And partially due to the fact that Bassett was going this weekend, who had a great weekend. He yeah. he threw the ball well and yeah. I saw that he la- he had to leave like immediately cuz he was having a kid. Not him. Nice. But his wife. Nice. Nice. So good. Congrats to the Bassett family. That's a that's a big weekend. Um, Phillies over the Nationals. Kyle Schwarber returns to June Schwarber form, hits a pair of three run home runs on Sunday. I think I was in DC. So returns home, you could say. One of his many. And uh and shows up with a pair of three run bombs. Love that. You can't hold that guy down very long. Come on now. Sure can't. And I kind of knew that. I was expecting it. I was waiting for it. You sure were. Took it advantage to. of it. Yeah. Took advantage of it. Uh, Rays and Red Sox. They're going to finish their series on Monday. Red Sox can split the series with a win. Did you see that little league play? I did. I, that, I did. That's that's pretty representative of kind of where I feel that this team is right now. Yeah, that was. Um... Tough
2: to say the least. Tough. But controlling the series right now, so can't complain too
1: much. Who's controlling the series? Aren't the
2: Red Sox controlling the series? Uh
1: no. The Red They're Sox not? can split with a win today. Oh, you said Rays gamer. can split. Um pretty sure I said Red Sox, but but yes, rewind. Red Sox
2: can split. This is a Gallo Votto moment again. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're
1: right. I probably did say raise. If if that's the case, I meant Red Sox. Red Sox <laughs> split the series with the win today.
2: Yeah. Doing the Lord's work. Need it. Let's go Sox.
1: Ugh. Sounded horrible coming out of my mouth. Run that back. Uh, Pirates sweep the Cardinals. Look. Shout out to the White Sox doing what they're supposed to be doing. Cardinals, you're really letting me down here. The the old old Midwest KC was feeling a little torn this weekend. The White Sox doing their job. The Cardinals. I mean, I literally said, was it last episode? I said it's almost time for Jordan Walker time. And like that day, I think, or the next day, it's like, oh yeah, we're uh, we're bringing Walker up. And I said he'll be sure to provide a spark. Well maybe the cardinals didn't get the memo that jordan walker was back because they proceeded to get swept by the pirate or yeah by the pirates 3 and 7 in the last 10 13 and 19 on the road following the sweep
2: fire Ollie. marmol been saying
1: it for a month i think i have i i went back and watched that video i think i have uh i think i have like 8 days I think I said June 13th and the only reason I remember to go back and what that'd be sweet if you nailed that the only reason I remember to go back and watch that video is because as I've mentioned before I've I'm continuing to get comp comment notifications about Mm -hmm. that video and I refuse to read them because usually when I just keep getting comments on a video like that is people are like this guy's an idiot so I don't know right now if it's if it's Cardinals fans jumping in there and be like, "Yeah, you guys know that we need to get Ollie out of there," or if they're like, "Jordan Walker's back, we're back, let's ride." These guys are clowns. I I don't know which it You're is. On and I to, No, YouTube. I refuse to to oh. read. So I don't I don't know what the state of Cardinals fans is right now. Um, last series I got Yankees over the Dodgers. You thought that this was going to be a good series in terms of viewership. Did you hear anything about the uh, particulars?
2: Oh, I didn't look up anything, but um, I mean, having Sunday Night Baseball helped. I didn't even know it was a Sunday Night Baseball matchup. Makes sense, having Judge was.
1: miss Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah,
2: yeah, and we've talked we've talked about this before. I think the quality of Dodger Stadium is very overrated. That like. Did you see he, the the fence that he went through wasn't even a door. It was a fence. And below that fence was like a six inch slab of concrete that he slammed his it, foot into.
1: I thought it was technically a door. Was it not? It was not. It was a fence. No, it was not. It was not straight up fence.
2: It was straight up fence. No. They said um, that's what they said on the broadcast on Sunday. They were like this they, it was the weirdest segment. They had Eduardo Perez and Peanut Butter Mouth go out there and uh hey. and uh he was like, This is not a this is not a door. This is a fence. But anyway, Dodgers, clean it up, man. Why do you have
1: a concrete J- slab right there? That was off the bat of J D. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoa. That I didn't. I don't. I don't notice that the first time I watched the video. There's like that's like a good foot of concrete.
2: Yeah. Like of what a are you ledge. doing? That's. See, and I sent that group text. I was like, "What are we doing having Judge out of the lineup on a Sunday night baseball with the Yankees in LA?" I didn't realize it was the toe thing. They came out later and said it was his toe that slammed up against the the slab, but
1: like what. I don't Are you know. sure that's I... not a fence. You mean, I mean a, door? a door? Are we sure that's not a door? You
2: said it was not a door. Because a door actually
1: watched it does swing it like... open. Oh, I mean it swings open. I don't know <laughs> if it was meant to swing open. But if you look, I think the, there is a door to the right of that section of fence, so maybe that's not they they certainly can't all be doors. I don't know. I don't
2: know, but Peanut Butter Mouth went out there and they Okay, enough uh, of the Peanut Butter Mouth. <laughs> they uh like bungee tied it up. They had like a, a bungee cord that they fixed it with.
1: But it almost looks like it almost looks like a part of the wall or part of the fence where you would where you'd roll like a turtle through. You you know what I, I mean? I have no idea. I have no idea. Because it has to be a wide enough gate for those things to to be maneuvered through, and I don't understandable. Know other parts I get what
2: there. it looks like, but they they said it wasn't. Wow. To be fair, ESPN's wrong about a lot of things, so who knows? Also true. Also true. But uh, uh, but I have no idea about the Yeah. Fun to watch. Real fun to watch. Um, Kershaw looked. Lights out. I think Kershaw, I think he's in cruise control right now, to be honest. That guy just, I, I don't understand how you can have a Hall of Famer just go under the radar with performance. You know? He's just doing his thing.
1: Well, I mean, with the, like we've talked about before, with the peak that you, that you have as Clayton Kershaw, yeah. and just that. It's hard to live up era. to that. Yeah, yeah, that era of dominance it, it kind of tapers off. It, yeah. And when I say it, I mean the conversation surrounding yeah what he's doing because you you just can't yeah. I mean, look at Otani like when when he comes onto the scene and he's just lighting the world on fire. People are talking about it, but now you've gotten to the point where people, including us at times, when it when they're coming out with every ESPN type stat, mm-hmm. where it's like the first guy to t- it's like okay, like yeah. we've we've heard about the first time thing enough. And over so many years of, of a career with Clayton Kershaw, that is bound to happen with that too. Like, okay, we get it. The guy has been yeah exceedingly I, dominant. I, I think
2: what get it. jumped out to me is that it's like, you're, you're not catching the Yankees on like a, like a cold streak right now, either offensively. Like they've been doing yeah. their thing for, for a good two weeks. So he pitched really well. Um, this Bobby Miller kid looks really good for the Dodgers, too. I, I'm thinking Dodgers fans are super excited about him. He looks really, really good.
1: Like a more, I love, more talented
2: Bueller, almost.
1: Yeah, I love when a prospect comes up and just immediately makes an impact. Like, there's no, yeah, there's no like wait and see there's no well he's young there's no well he's got to get used to being a big leaguer there's no well he's got to develop another pitch not to say that those things don't apply to to this individual but it's like yeah it seems like he he's he's got his head on straight seems like he's got control of his arsenal it seems like he's adapting very quickly to the big league lifestyle and that is it just me or the Dodgers him? just always have these guys? Just always roll out like randos. Outman. I mean, you can go back well, to McKittree Randos when to they the, still had him. Randos to the outside world. I'm sure Dodgers fans were. I mean, both of those guys were highly anticipated. Like, people were waiting, though. Like, all right, sure. when, when's it Outman time? But when's it's it, every year. It it's every year. True, Yeah. Every single year, they have somebody coming in
2: that's just like, "Goodness, you guys have all this payroll, and yet you
1: still have prospects that pan out." Which is maybe why, if you think about it, you look at a team like the Dodgers. You have the baseball world coming into the twenty twenty three season going, "I just, the this just doesn't look like the team." But like they were punting, but, yeah. But you've got the Dodgers behind behind the door saying, "It, we'll be fine. We've got." We, we believe in these pieces, we'll make do. And you have professionals, too. Like, you have Mookie and Freddie and
2: Kershaw. and I mean, even Max Muncy, Chris Taylor. Like, you have vets that are just going to like, nah, we're going to ball. We're going to be just fine. It's crazy. It's annoying. I can see why people get mad at the Dodgers. They don't really bug me. I'm pretty indifferent about the Dodgers, but I can see why they just pester the rest of the league.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't really hate the Dodgers, either. Like, no, what's there to, yeah. what's there to hate? About, I don't know. Uh, Too many uh, likable guys. I mean, maybe like recent years past. Like I could like Puig, Max yeah. Muncie when he was at his peak, trash talk era. Yeah. Like I okay, but like that this, this Dodgers team, I'm like okay, uh, they are yeah. what they are. Doesn't bother me. And honestly, having having the Padres kind of waffle and crumble the way that they're doing right now plus mm-hmm. the D-backs playing exceedingly well it's kind of taken away from the Dodgers conversation a little right. bit right
2: right yeah or at
1: least diluted it
2: yeah on the Yankees side um Herman i he looks like he I don't why were you even using sticky stuff man like if your stuff is this good why were you using substances I saw something. He's got he's got the lowest batting average on on his curveball of any other curveballs in the league. So it's like the dude diced. I
1: don't know. Can't figure either, that guy whole, out. It's kind of the whole Barry Bonds conversation. If you were this good, right? Why did you need to do anything? Right. <laughs> Not saying Domingo Herman is Barry Bonds. No, from a <laughs> pitching point of view, by yeah. any stretch, but. <laughs> It's just a question that needs to be raised. That's all. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the standings here real quick. Given that it is a Monday. And that's what we do here. Looking at the American League East. There is a whole lot of green in the American League East. Run differential category. A whole lot of green. Nothing but green. Sitting at the top. Best team in baseball Still. On this Monday, June 5th, 2023. Tampa Bay Rays at 42 and 19. Gap is closing, though. Gap it's is closing. closing. It is closing. You got the O's sitting in second at 37 and 22. Four games back. Four games back. Uh, Yankees in third at 36 and 25. Blue Jays in fourth at. Thirty-three and twenty-seven, and the Red Sox in last at thirty and twenty-nine. All have a positive run differential, with the Rays outpacing the in. uh, No, not the entire league. Behind only Texas, Mm -hmm. Uh, Rays have a run differential of plus one twenty-two. Are twenty-six and six at home, Mm -hmm. but as you mentioned, the gap, the gap is closing. Uh, it seems like just yesterday, the Yankees were in last place and now the Yankees and Red Sox have flip-flopped yet again. Yeah. Can't say I'm surprised, but no. that's the American League East for you. It is. Uh, American League Central got the Twins on top at 31 and tw- uh, 29, which raises the, I completely forgot to mention this, but I figured, let's talk about it now. Uh, Now that we're on the standings. So that post I put out, Uh, shout out, Codify. Did I mention this last episode? I don't think. No. I don't think I mentioned this last episode. I don't listen to you half the time. Yeah, that's fair. No, I didn't because I posted this after last last episode. So on Friday, I believe it was when I put this out, the tweet from Codify was: "The Brewers are twenty nine and twenty seven, or and are in first place. The Mariners are twenty nine and twenty seven in third place. The Red Sox are twenty nine and twenty seven in last place." I bring that up because we're on the American League Central. There were some comments on the post talking about how we just need to abolish both centrals. Yeah, dude. And I I can't say I disagree. Yeah. Because you have the twins, despite losing the last two this weekend, still in first place at 31 and 29. Every other team after them, negative run differential. Guardians 27 and 32 in second. Tigers at 26 and 31 in third. White Sox 26 and 35 in fourth. Royals at 18 and 41 in fifth.
2: I mean, the the White Sox are nine games under 500, and they're only five and a half back.
1: I mean, truly, I don't mean to sound like a broken record when it comes to both to to either central division. But. This sucks. When does this change? Is it is it ultimately going to take a a redistribution like added franchises? Yeah. Relocations. Mm -hmm. All of it. What? I mean, this is I can't I can't do this anymore can we just break up the centrals and go like what would that look like okay so let's say it's gonna be
2: worse I think it's going to be I think the AL and the NL go away and I think you're just gonna have I
1: don't want that
2: I know but I think what you're gonna have is AL and NL go away there's nothing separating them anymore there's no differences really so that's gonna go away and then you're I think you're just gonna have east west and central that's what you're going to have three divisions and they're going to let a ton of teams in. So we're going to have both centrals well, combine, and they're going to be horrendous.
1: Well, no, because you look at the other major sports and they still have conferences and then like, that's what I'm saying. We're, I think we're going to that.
2: have three. I think we're going to have three different conferences, but I see what you're saying. Like you need a different, like another sub, you need a subset. Yeah. You
1: need a subset within that. So I feel like they're, I mean, I wouldn't think that they'd get rid of the American and National League, but just restructure the divisions as they are and give me. Like, I don't know. Just break those teams up in both divisions and stick them. Like, I don't know if you would go. Like, east, west, north, south. Like, if you go four divisions somehow, like if you go. Say you add two expansions, you have 32 teams, that'd be 16. Yeah, that's that's more than doable. You go sixteen in each league, four in each division, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, and you just break these like you gotta you gotta do something to it all depends on where those expansion this.
2: cities end up getting yeah, to. That's true. You know. But, but that, it doesn't that sound doesn't like the central is getting an expansion. I don't think anywhere in the central is gonna be getting that. No. So and these it, central teams, if there is a realignment, they're still probably gonna end up back together. There may be a swap of certain NL and AL teams, but they're still gonna be in the central. Then they're still gonna be miserable.
1: Like I was saying though, it, it hasn't stopped them before, major league baseball. Like they they'll they'll put teams in whatever division, even if it's like remotely close. Even if it doesn't make sense, as long as they're in the realm. I remember. Like, yeah,
2: you're, a, you're a West team. I remember the sure. weirdest thing. When I was a kid, the Seattle Seahawks were in the NFC East. <laughs> and I was like, what? So, yeah, I don't think these these leagues the care. The Seahawks? Yeah, dude.
1: Pretty no, wild. Mm hmm. Am I going to have to fact check you on this? You
2: might have to, but it's there. It's
1: ridiculous. There's no way, dude. Are you sure it was the Seahawks and not some other team? I'm like 95% sure. I don't know if I believe that. Uh, We'll just roll with it. It sounds good. Sure. Yeah, that works for me. Uh, I, I can't find it, but it, that sounds wild, but anyway, yeah. To your point though, that, or basically what I was saying is you've had examples before where it doesn't, they don't have to fall into the corresponding geographical region, uh, for major league baseball to place them there. So just at the end of the day, just get rid of the centrals, just abolish them both. They're, they're garbage. You keep going. I'm going to find this. Uh, American League West got the Rangers at 38 and 20. Second best record in baseball. Astros in second at 35 and 24. Angels 31 and 30 and third. Mariners in fourth, 29 and 30. And the Oakland A's 12 and 49. Win percentage watch. We are at one one ninety seven. One ninety seven. What are we look?
2: What are we shooting for? One thirty something. I can't remember. We asked. We bring it up every time, and we always forget.
1: the Cleveland Spiders went in 1899 went 20 and 134 what does that come out to I mean it's safe to assume we're not we're not reaching that level because they already have 12 wins um either way just terrible negative run different or negative 212 run differential for the Oakland Days so just killing it out there in the bay love that for them uh National League East While Nate's still over there researching football, you got the Braves on top at 35 and 24, the only team in the East with the positive run differential. Marlins in second at 32 and 28, Mets in third, 30 and 30, Phillies in fourth at 27 and 32, and the Nationals holding it down in last at 25 and 34. The NL Central. Milwaukee Brewers with a negative run differential in first at 32 and 27. The Pirates at 31 and 27. Cubs in third, 26 and 32. Reds in fourth, 26 and 33. And the Cardinals in fifth at 25 and 35. Who also have a positive run differential. Albeit three runs, but positive nonetheless. Uh, NL West, the D-backs. Let's go. And the Dodgers. Sit to top, but based on MLB.com, you got the D backs in first on paper at 35 and 25, Dodgers at 35 and 25, the Giants in third at 29 and 30, the Padres in fourth at 27 and 32, and the Rockies in last at 26 and 35. I can't find it, could just be making stuff up. Even as bad as the Padres have been, uh, I'm almost positive you're making stuff up. They're the Seattle Seahawks—nobody in their right minds will put them in the East, dude. The the Cowboys are in the NFC East, right? Which is a, a much more realistic example of what I'm talking about. Like they did that with the Astros too, didn't the Astros used to be in like the Central, I believe, NL Central, and then they they got bumped to the West when they came over to the American league. So it's literally just like throw a dart whatever on a map. Works, yeah. Whatever works, just do whatever you need to do. No, but as I was saying, as bad as the Padres have, have been floundering, they still have a positive run differential. Rockies are the only team in that division with a negative run differential giants holding on by a thread at plus one, but positive. Either way. Uh, Nate, some uh, big news dropped this weekend. Kind of some sad news. What news? If we're being honest, the Steven Strasburg Uh, saga. We very well may have seen the end of Steven Strasburg. Yeah. Which sucks because being out here, like he's a big part of just this little world out here, if you will, out here in DC and to think that we've maybe seen the end of it with as high of a peak as 2019 was for not just him, but for that team, that organization. Mm -hmm. It's tough, man. And he's had nearly an impossible road the last three, four years. Like it's been brutal. And what's crazy though, is this news almost breaks 13 years to the day from his debut. And I went back and watched the, like the condensed game of his, his, uh, debut. Mm -hmm. And I was just reminded of how electric he was when he first came up, how highly anticipated he was, how, people were just waiting on the edges of their seat yeah. for this debut and not not only that but he goes out and delivers like at this point it's well documented we all know he just went out and diced mm-hmm. and granted it was against the Pirates who at the time nothing right home about but he went out and I think what was it like it was like 13 strikeouts just unreal. It's tough, and man. then and then to hear the news this weekend that he is dealing with essentially chronic nerve damage and pain like that just doesn't sound like a scenario where you see any sort of comeback and even if you do it's not with his history that's not going to be something that's like that that return would not be anything to write home about because there's no way that you can bounce back from that history and actually come out and throw well on a regular basis. You just can't. It's even, I mean, it's just like
2: the, the will to rehab. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's the, I think that's what people forget about professional athletes is that like, it's the behind the scenes struggle. You know what I mean? Like the, the depression and the, and like the, the mental health and the stuff you deal with during the recovery of doubting and not sure if you're ever going to be that guy again. And you know, to, to work your way back and then have another setback and then have another setback over and over and over. This guy's a world champion. He's got a ring. He's got a World Series MVP. It's like, that's kind of the peak. What are you chasing after that? What are you going to try to do after it? You're not going to top that. The Nationals aren't anywhere near being that team again. So... At a certain point, you kind of like out, like you do a little pros and cons list of like what's what's the point of coming back? What is what's the point of all this heartache? What's the point of all this struggle to come back and still maybe have that as an issue that doesn't just go away? It's not like a surgery where you know TJ's fixed and you have a brand new arm. So, yeah. I would go out on a limb and say, probably not that far of a limb, and say that
1: he's he's done. You could look at a guy like Jacob Degrom, who's dealt with just trip after trip to the IL. Mm-hmm. But the reason you can look at a guy like Jacob McGrath and go, there's still reason to believe, there's still reason to have hope, is because the dominance that you've seen from him is right. much closer. We're we're way too far removed from the in comparison to the brilliance of Stephen Strasburg than we are of Jacob deGrom. And mm-hmm. to your point, Jacob deGrom is dealing with something that can be can be repaired, right. can be fixed, right. can be uh, corrected to allow for a return. Not to say like Jacob Degrom is just one of those guys that seemingly runs into bad luck with IL, but the the things that he's dealing with are th- like TJ stuff like that. Things you can come back from when you have permanent nerve damage. I just there's nothing. It's just that, what you have that I'm aware of that you can right. fix that with. Like. That's tough. I mean, I think
2: people forget the the throwing of a baseball is the un, the most unnatural thing in sports. It's the most unnatural thing our our human body does. Our arms yeah. aren't our shoulders are not supposed to go or our elbows aren't abo- are supposed to go above our shoulders. That's why swimmers and baseball players have an endless amount of injuries. It's not natural.
1: Softball is. Natural. Technically the natural motion for throwing an object yep. the way that they do.
2: And that's why you only have one or two pitchers and they can throw all game back-to-back games, whatever they need to do. So it sucks. It sucks that, um, you know, we're not going to ever get to see not necessarily the full potential, but we're so obsessed as a, as a, as a sport with like outcomes and the, the statistical outcome of a career and the accumulation of numbers. And, you know, a couple generations from now, we're going to talk about the dominances of dominance of, of Steven Strasburg, but you're going to look at numbers and be like, where, what are you talking about? So I don't know. And uh, with going against that argument again, like DeGrom still fighting for a ring. You know what I mean? He still has that top of the mountain he's trying to climb for. Strasburg's been there. He's done that. And the the team he's going back to probably won't be in that position for his career again. So what are we chasing?
1: And even if he wanted to go elsewhere, nobody is going to bring that on. No. No, Even if you're like, well... Even if Strasburg listens to the three-out take and he listens to Nate's point just now and goes, "Yeah, that's a good point about the Nats. There's no future here. Let me go elsewhere." Can't. Cannot. Nobody's. Nobody is taking that on. Nope. You saw how hard it was to get Jacob Degrom. Like, uh, how hard it was to get a team to be like, yeah, "Yeah, we'll we'll run the risk." And look what's happening. Like, yeah, hasn't been ideal. Yeah. But no, for this Strasburg. Will, This'll. Will
2: This will go down as one of the biggest GM blips in in baseball history, I think. See, I
1: this is not necessarily
2: specifically putting this on Strasburg. I'm talking about the overall Trey Turner, Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, Strasburg mix, and the one that got the the one that got the contract was the most unhealthy.
1: Isolating that though, not including the Juan Soto, the Trey it not not that, just looking at Strasburg's contract as a whole. This is going to be a wildly unpopular opinion, but I'm perfectly okay with Steven Strasburg getting the money that he did because it came after the ring. It came after the dominance that he showed you in the World Series. Essentially, where every team wants to get to in October. He got you there, and he not just got you there, he delivered Mm -hmm. when it mattered most. And not only that, but we talk all the time about these guys getting contracts, getting bags for things that they've already done. Some guys get it for what they're projected to do, such as a Julio Rodriguez. Steven Strasburg getting the money that he got for what he had done for that organization, I'm perfectly okay with. Because you talk about, we just I just got on talking about it, his debut. You go back, just look at the highlights from that game. Look at the stadium and tell me the last time you've seen Nationals Park like that. It was in the World Series, which, as I just mentioned, Steven Strasburg played a huge role in. When you look at the history of the Nationals since they got to D.C. in 05, in that short period of time, Steven Strasberg, even with the injuries and the ailments and the trips to the IL, has still played a prominent, prominent role in the direction and the story surrounding the team. As good as it's been at times, as bad as it's been at times, he's been a part of that conversation. He's got his name, or he's got his his face, his name plastered all over parking garages and team mm-hmm. marketing material because he's he was that dude for you like he helped spark the interest the passion for Nationals fans in the in this city and beyond with with his arrival and tenure following that I'm perfectly okay with the contract sure didn't pan out. But I look at that situation, I go, you're paying him for what he did. You look at the people walking around and, and maybe not so much in 2023, but pretty much up until this year, which I think for a lot of people has been, the, has proven to be the final straw. 2023, I think a lot of people are like, all right, like this is the ultimate last straw with, with Strasbourg. We need to move on. But you look at, you, you look at people walking around the stadium. I've done it plenty. What jerseys they're wearing? you're going to see the Zimmerman's up until the trade. You're going to see you were, you were going to see Soto's, but Strasburg was another one of those common sights when you're looking at, at who people are representing in that stadium. So that's just a very long winded way of saying I'm okay with the contract. It's unfortunate that the situation has panned out the way it has with him, but in the short window of dominance that you saw, I think it was, I think it was worth every penny and, and kind of a way of the organization tipping a cap and saying, Hey, thanks for, thanks for what you provided us.
2: I get it. I do get it. On the other hand, counting in, and this is kind of a number that you take what you will because of, you know, you, you almost have to eliminate the rookie season and, 2020. Um but he averaged 19 starts a year. Only made 30 or more starts in his career 3 times. So yeah, it's tough to give that bag away at when did he get it? He was 32 years old.
1: I understand you I mean, have I get, I understand to, it, but Yeah. You have to show a little understanding for the Nationals. Like they I was I was here. I was at one of the games. They were riding that wave. They still ride that wave, dude. They're like you even if you wanted to, you couldn't forget living in this area. You you're not allowed to forget who won the twenty nineteen World Series. Nationals just won't let you do it. Mm-hmm. They were probably feeling extremely overly optimistic about the future of his health when they gave him that. in In conjunction with the fact that I, I do believe, like I said, that they were paying him for what he had done prior to that point, not necessarily moving forward, but mm-hmm. locking him down for what was it, uh, seven years? Seven years, two forty five. I think they were feeling a little, a little too good riding that, that world series wave and go, Oh yeah. Like all, everything's good. Here's your, here's your seven year contract. Uh, That, I don't think that was smart.
2: That's what I'm saying. And this is a GM blip. This is, this is a don't repeat these series of events kind of thing. And, and if there wasn't a world series ring in the middle of all of this heads would have been rolling.
1: For a while now, that I, I can agree with you on. Uh, he last pitched on June 9th, 2022. Uh, he's only made eight mound appearances since 2020.
2: I thought he made his oh, yeah, that's right. He hasn't even one start last year, huh? You said yeah. June
1: 5th, Ju- June 9th, June 9th, 2022. Uh, gave up seven. Yeah. Yeah. Four and two thirds. Four four and two thirds. Um mm. has made, as I said, eight mound appearances since twenty twenty. Uh let's see. He started two games in twenty twenty. Started two games in twenty twenty one. Went to the IL, made three more starts, and then went underwent season ending surgery again in twenty twenty one. 2022 started the season on the IL. Started one game and went back to the IL. And here we are. Hmm. Just a sad, sad situation. But I mean, we'll see, man. He, I, I think at this point, if this doesn't break him, I don't know what will. I, I truly don't like if if he still is hell bent on coming back my hat's off to you because I certainly couldn't go through what you've gone through and still have a longing, have, have a desire to want to come back and pitch, especially for this team. Right. But time will tell, I suppose. I don't know if it is, if it is all done,
2: um, fun to watch real fun to watch. And I'd say he lived up to the hype. I think he, I think he, there was a lot of hype around him out at San Diego State, and, and I think he lived up to it. I don't think, I wouldn't consider this, this career a failure by any means. Post contract, yeah, obviously, but
1: good career. Uh, talking about a guy had a good career. Closing the book here. Our poolholes <laughs> will be joining the MLB office as a special assistant to Rob Manfred. I'm done with these. Here? I'm done with these. I
2: don't know what they mean. You never you, hear you about it them. Now? Yeah, you never hear about it again. You never hear a single thing about it. Griffy. Griffy, in that mix. Cece. There's multiple guys in that mix. he's just you never yeah. hear about them anymore. Is it just like a PR stunt? Like, hey, Manfred sucks. Fans well, hate it, you, but let's bring in someone likable to soften the blow. I don't.
1: I what mean, do if they it do? was, if it was a PR stunt, why not milk it a little more? Like, that's what I'm okay, saying. It's okay, you under run, the radar, like, you run an announcement one day and then write a couple articles about it in the days following. But like, that's all you hear about it. You don't. No
2: pictures, you, no videos, no nothing. Being in the same conference room together,
1: nothing. Theo, even not even not like as a player necessarily, but like that's a guy you I would think you'd want to promote that the crap out of.
2: The only guy I've ever seen do anything that likes, you know, somewhat productive, like had a specified job was Joe Torrey. Like that's this is the only guy I've seen that's come from the player slash manager slash on field talent into this commissioner's office and have a role what the heck is a special assistant what are you doing what are you doing i don't understand so my question is
1: does this negate hit wasn't he like under contract to to be some sort of advisor to the angels following his career i I think that i didn't know that yeah i think it was in his contract i need to look this up maybe he did this on purpose yeah like, that's hey, what I'm saying. Does it like offset? Does like the MLB yeah. like override any team obligations? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Our pool host, angels contract. Ah, it was the personal services. Here we go. Um. Yeah. So the LA Times. Albert Pujols, this was was last November from LA Times. Albert Pujols will work work with young players at the Angels Academy and the DR and tutor big leaguers and minor leaguers during spring training in Arizona as part of the retired Sluggers' 10-year $10 million personal services contract with the team. The personal services contract is linked to the 10-year $240 million deal that Pujols signed with the Angels before 2012. And that he plans to honor, despite owner Moreno's intentions of selling the team and disappointing end to the first baseman's nine year, nine plus year tenure in Anaheim.
2: So he just goes to Dr. every once in a while and throws on some Angels gear and <laughs> it makes a millie.
1: It says the personal, personal services deal essentially gives the Angels exclusive rights to pools during the first ten years of his retirement. When over, overwritten
2: were, by old Bobby Manfred.
1: When when asked if it would preclude Pujols from doing similar work with the St. Louis Cardinals, the team Pujols starred with for 11 years before signing with the Angels, said possibly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: whatever. I'm over it. I'm over these special assistants. I've never seen anything come out of it. Yeah. Outside of some... The occasional spring training appearance. Where you get to talk to some youths.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of over it too. I hadn't really thought about it, but... You make a good point. You just don't... You don't hear about it. Not to say, like, they're not doing anything, but, like... Show it. If you're going to make such a big deal of it, show it. Like, show yeah. show your work. Like, we were told in school all the time. Show your work. Show us how they're impacting the game. Right. Like how,
2: What, these what are, are these conversations? What are you helping Bobby with? Because Manfred needs a lot of help, apparently. If you're going to sign some veteran every freaking year to come give you special advice.
1: Every six months. what?
2: It, so, what's coming out of it? Because you're still an idiot. So, I don't... <laughs> obviously these assistants aren't, aren't cutting it.
1: I don't get it. Uh, it's about all I had unless you got anything else. Um, wanted to, well, Nate's thinking, racking his brain, wanted to Um, put out a reminder, check us out on YouTube. We're really trying to get the YouTube
0: up and rolling. I mean,
1: it's been, it's been rolling, but like, we're really trying to really trying to push those numbers a little bit. Um, Check us out on YouTube, subscribe. I'm starting to get into putting more than just our episodes on there. So we'll have we'll have some other stuff on there as well. Um the debut Geek, of my big always, forehead
2: today, if you want to go see it on YouTube.
1: Yeah. So, you, you don't want to miss that. It's must see must see yeah. TV. Uh as always, use a code 30 take. It's our social handle for $20 off your SeatGeek purchase. Um, but yeah. Really want to emphasize the uh, the whole YouTube thing. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, you got anything else?
2: No, big week. Let's get it. Let's just get after it as as a group, as a whole squad. Let's just dominate this week. Dominate those Excel spreadsheets. Dominate those email responses dominate those phone calls
1: well Outlook was down this morning apparently due to a cyber attack so dominate
2: that time off
1: any, anybody that was looking to dominate right off the top on this Monday morning they were they were delayed I love in it. that in that dominating but that's big time but the point remains yeah I like it don't go chasing curveballs We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more with more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.